0: You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, everybody. Good morning uh, for whenever you all get to this. Uh, You're Locked On Browns, post-game show. You're Locked On Browns, post-game show today is brought to you by the fine folks at Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. Obviously, we're all in tonight for what turned out to be actually just an incredible football game. We'll get to the good, the bad, and the could be better. But Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It is made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. Again, you're locked on Browns. Post-game show. Jeff Lloyd. Pete Smith from Sports Illustrated along for the ride. I guess where to start? Look, valiant effort. Uh, Certainly the Browns came up short. Uh, As you started to rise to the better competition aspect here, what you wanted to see today is, look, week one, the Browns got absolutely boat raced by the Baltimore Ravens. Tonight, a much, much different task. Uh, Pete, There were holes, there were deficiencies, but this team dropped 42 points today. Forever seemed to rally when it mattered uh, against a team that's got a little bit more experience, a little bit more success, uh, no more victories by any means whatsoever. But you went toe-to-toe for 60 minutes with the reigning NFL MVP.
1: Well, I mean, what you saw was uh, a team that showed a lot of heart and character. At least on one side of the ball, uh, they never gave up. They scored 22 fourth quarter points. They gave themselves every opportunity to win. They even left four points on the, on the scoreboard that they could have gotten and didn't. Uh, you know, it was in many ways it just confirmed much of what we already know about this team. Um, they have a legitimate quarterback. Uh, who was outstanding, even though he uh, made one crucial mistake with an interception that led to points. Uh, they have a talented offense that's just missing a couple things as far as receivers, uh, and their defense is awful. I mean, the defensive line is is good, but everything beyond that is terrible. Uh, and, you know, you you give up. 124 yards on nine carries to Lamar Jackson Um, they couldn't throw at all Uh, they threw for 154 yards it was really one pass Um, and you lose as a result so I mean as as much as it can be you you know if you want you can be very frustrated by this and there's certainly things you can point to Um, but at this point I'm not Frustrated by what I already know is terrible. The defense is bad. Uh, I'm largely focused on what the offense was able to do. Uh, called upon multiple times uh, to come back from two score deficits. Uh, ultimately was was able to take the lead and, and force the Ravens to sort of the the uh, all the way. And the Ravens came out because they had the ball less and they have a better. Care- You know, a guy who's going to end up in the Hall of Fame if you're into that sort of thing with kickers. Uh, But other than that, I mean, you got everything you were hoping to get out of this game other than a win. I mean, if you were worried that the Browns weren't up to hanging with the Ravens, they more than showed it. If you were worried about Baker Mayfield dealing with pressure, he more than dealt with it. Uh, He was great. He was clearly the better quarterback in this game. If you want to hang your head on what Lamar Jackson was able to do, God bless you. I I don't, I I don't see how, how they can win the next three games doing that. Um, And it's, it's a great highlight game. You know, it's one of those you're never going to forget as far as um, being, you know, as far as being a fan of the Ravens or football in general, if you watched it, but if you're looking at what can I really carry forward from this, it's, it's Baker Mayfield and what he was and what he needed to be uh, fourth down, Unfazed, completing passes for first downs, uh, you know, coming back two last minute drives. Um, and it was easy. It it never looked taxing at the end. In fact, he looked more comfortable as the game wore on. And some of that was the fact that they were tired and they had some injuries. But the Browns struggled early. Uh they obviously put the ball on the ground a couple times and didn't lose it. They had the interception. They had any number of penalties that were unforced errors. And they responded every time. And that's that was sort of the, the thing you, you needed to see. And boom. I mean, you fall short. But, you know, how do you not feel incredibly confident going into these next three games to close out the season? Uh, Cody Parkey, obviously
0: not his best day as a member of the Cleveland Browns. Um, and those four points missing, uh, you know, it, it could have changed the way the final drive was where they got it even at 42. Um, certainly, um, but you're not really, you know, gonna hang your hat on that. It's, you know, it's not certainly been the normal for Cody Parkey this year. Uh, the offensive side of the ball, um, they were just able to sprinkle a little bit of everything in. Um, this was a team without Austin Hooper today. Uh, the defensive side of the ball, I mean, you know. This team has been devoid their top defensive backs for, in some cases, the entire season. Uh, you know, Ronnie Harrison, a good amount of it, Denzel Ward. Uh, it's, it doesn't change anything, but it lets you show that maybe you are closer to the, you know, upper echelon of certainly the AFC North, certainly the AFC on a whole in a short, short period of time, as this team is now 9-4. and four. Uh, two games remaining at the New York Giants, at the New York Jets. Pittsburgh Week 17, again, you know, whatever of that game comes, we'll see how it plays out that day. Uh, but, you know, the defense, Pete, they were there. They played hard. Uh, in in the reflection of the score, you're certainly not going to go that route, uh, you know, as far as giving them kudos. But, you know, they stuck with it and realized that every drive meant something. Uh, look, the end result is certainly not what you want. And again, we're not, you know, we're not giving out, you know, participation trophies here. Uh, But this game could have went a number of different ways. And at the end, it's 45, 42, the 47, whatever. You know, that's very similar to everybody who lost their cool last week about the second half the Browns went up against the Titans. But this team came to play, and they played. They played hard. They played as a group. Coach Stefanski, you know, certainly, you know, had it going on early screens, this, that, and the other thing. Joe Woods was mixing things up, but, you know, it, there's a difference between being a team that's six and 10 and a team that is now nine and four a year later. Um, you may have made some strides, but there's still, you know, holes to fill. And there's still ideally getting talent in here that's more conducive to the system that, on the offensive side of the ball, the defense side of the ball, that they prefer.
1: Look, I mean, at some point, you just have to embrace the fact that the Browns have a bunch of players who aren't NFL players on defense. Mack Wilson is awful. He can't play. He's not an NFL player. Uh, Malcolm Smith, this is not his game. He was not remotely able to help in this game. Uh, Carl Joseph... I mean, him and Sione Taki were your two best linebackers in this game, and one of them plays linebacker. Um, <laughs> your corners are, are fine. They're not good when it comes to asking them to, you know, deal with a dual threat like that where, you, you know, you have to stay with your coverage. Um, but then Lamar suddenly, you know, 30 yards downfield and and you have to make a tackle. I mean – MJ Stewart was awful. He I mean, he's another one. It's just not an NFL player. Uh, and you know, at times they they, they would just look completely helpless. Uh so I mean, there are people who who criticize Joe Woods and and fine. I I, I thought the, the, the defensive line stunts I saw and a lot of the pressure packages they 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 ran were good and worked. Ultimately, they they you know somebody had to make a tackle and time and time again, they couldn't. And you're just sort of left with that. You don't have Denzel Ward. You don't have Ronnie Harrison. You, you can debate, um, you know, the you know, the, the, the questions there and, and how their availability, and that's fine. Uh, Greedy Williams, you know, another one in that group. Uh, but they they weren't there. The Browns have what they have, and what they have is simply not good enough. they you know no grant Delpit, obviously. um you know, this was clear from the beginning, coming into the season. We knew which side of the ball was gonna be bad, and it was bad. I mean it, like it, it, I'm not you know I've been telling you this all season they're they're not good. They're not going to suddenly be good when you get a good performance out of them you you take it and you run with it. but every game you know every game or at least certainly against the Titans and, and the Ravens these two weeks, the, the, the thing about it was you had to score points. You had to score a lot of points. And in this case, you know, 42 wasn't enough, uh, That which is sad. But, you know, the fact that they have a team that was able to answer the bell and score 42 is, is certainly promising. Uh, there's a lot of things that uh, y- you can criticize about play calls or, or stuff like that, but ultimately – uh the, the 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 stuff at the half hurt a lot. Um they you know they didn't execute they got the offensive pass interference penalty. The intentional grounding penalty was just atrocious. And then Jamie Gillen couldn't punt. Like it was a terrible punt. So, you know, the Browns have been so great this season when it comes to finishing halves, and that was the worst finish to a half they've had all season. Um and that hurt them quite a bit. Obviously they gave up seven points and then the Ravens come out in the second half and have the ball uh, first. And suddenly they're up two scores. uh, And the Browns were in a position where they had to fight back at that point. But, you know, normally this season, they haven't given up that late score and you know, most of the time they've even put up their own points. And that was a huge turning point. And that was, uh, you know, sort of, if you're if you're looking back on it, sort of the straw that broke the Campbell's back. You you gave away seven points you shouldn't have, uh, and you you didn't take advantage of, of four points you should have. And all that's eleven points, you know, for the game. And the Browns lost by five, and it was really three.
0: Um, and then you factor in the you know missed kicks, and uh, they were certainly in this game. Uh, but look, you know, gives backs. Uh, you can take every game in the NFL as it comes. But uh, to hang your head after this, and you know, have maybe doubts about where this team, if it's still on the right path, certainly, certainly not the case. This episode is brought to you by Ten Ten. Now you may have read about the this in the New York Times and Forbes, and we're excited to tell you all about it. Ten Ten is an exclusive collection. Of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed to be the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds, responsibly sourced from Botswania, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful commitment ring. Launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. And when they are gone, they're gone. That's it. We all know that the diamond engagement ring is iconic. It's a timeless expression of the deepest commitment between two people. And with 1010, it's been beautifully re-envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with substantially sourced diamonds. If you're making 2021 plans or looking for a unique and meaningful way to celebrate Valentine's Day, you're definitely going to want to check this out. Again, this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. Pete, I think offensively, uh, you know, you're know, you going to take away Baker. You're going to take away Nick Chubb. You're going to take away Kareem Hunt. You're going to take away Rashard Higgins. Um, you know, I think David Njoku, a nice, you know, re, uh, rebirth, if you want to use that, uh, whatever you want to use, but a lot of good, obviously from the offensive side of the ball and, you know, 42 points, uh, 46 initially, probably, you know, left on the board. This offense got it done today. And at times it looked like they were struggling, um, you know, in and out of momentum, Pete, but at the end of the day, you know, you look at this well over 300 yards, four touchdowns, the amount of total yards between the two running backs, your top two skilled positional talents in this game today. Look, yes, it's, you know, the loss is going to be something where you're going to say, yes, you know, this team obviously took a step back because it's a loss, but not necessarily, Pete. I mean, they just continue to get it on that side of the ball and, between the amount of guys that are there finding a way for them all to work in unison, it certainly gives you, you know, great thought as far as, you know, wins 10 and 11 over the next couple of weeks. And of course week 17 with the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, a team that, you know, doesn't look nearly as good as their record. Look at the end of the day. I mean, it's nine and four. Uh, as great as this would have been tonight to be saying that this team is now 10 and three, there is nothing to sneeze at from the offensive side of the ball.
1: Well, I mean, look, coming into the season, I think this is what we expected. I think this game, I mean, and not the way it played out, which was utter insanity, but just the way this game sort of worked was largely what we envisioned that the offense was going to look great. was going to put up a ton of points And the defense was going to hang on for your dear life, and you hoped you were going to have more points than they did at the end. You know, some critical errors in terms of execution and missed opportunities, and the Browns still could have won despite how bad their defense was, which is, you know, certainly an impressive showing by the offense. But this is what was supposed to happen this year. Um, Nine and four, you know, is still ahead of the game. You know, I don't think anyone realistically thought that they'd be at this point uh, already, but uh, you now have the makings of a strong offense. You know, the Browns may disagree. I think they're a couple of pieces away on that side of the ball, but then the rest of the time it is, it, it is focused in focused on, you know, building out this defense, particularly the secondary, uh, and just adding bodies that can continue to keep up, the, the quality of play where they you know they don't get down you know a couple corners and suddenly you know you have a guy who was clearly clearly the turd and the Ravens knew it and they took full advantage uh in MJ Stewart. You know, you obviously are down you know two and three safeties at this point. Uh, and and you know there are things he can do well but Sheldrick this is another player, just Sheldrick Redwine useless on this game. Uh, multiple times he and Stewart just could not get off a block to save their life. And that enabled some of those big runs to happen. So, I mean, in that sense, they are on schedule. It doesn't make the, the result disappointing if, if you want it to be. I mean, look, certainly you'd rather have the Browns win than lose, but, uh, you know, going into the next three games – you have to feel incredibly confident in their ability to beat the Giants, the Jets, and 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 the Steelers, unless they dramatically improve, which may not seem possible. Uh, so you have to sort of be able to see the bright side of things, understand that the bad things are bad and they need to be fixed, but that you don't really have many options for the rest of the year. Maybe you get Ronnie Harrison back for the playoffs. Maybe you get Denzel Ward here at the end of the season. Uh, but most of these guys are 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 you know the guys you've been living with, and they just aren't very good, and they're not suddenly going to get better. And there's not guys who are sitting on the street that's going to going to improve the situation. You got much. You got you know Olivier Vernon has been great. Uh, he had a, another mm-hmm. great game in this one. Uh, you got a lot from Larry Ogunjobi and Sheldon Richardson in this game. You know Miles Garrett. Continues to make an impact, you know, despite what I'm guessing is a hyperextended elbow. I think they had to play him on the right. Uh, I think that was their sort of answer to that, uh, was playing exclusively on the right at the end. Uh, But after that, you don't have much. And when some of those guys are hurt, you've got very little left. Kevin Johnson is a good corner. This was not a good matchup for him, but he wasn't getting beat uh like some of these guys where he just can't tackle much. Uh so you know as far as like the the, the defense goes, they didn't make tackles and they had a couple of defensive breakdowns they simply couldn't afford. And, and really it came down to one pass that Lamar Jackson was able to make in this game. Uh and that was a complete breakdown. Finds uh Northeast Brown <laughs> wide open uh down the middle of the field on fourth and five and that ultimately puts them in a position where they can, you know, force the Browns to score again and they get the ball back and and drive down pretty much uncontested uh, with uh, w- with the field goal.
0: Uh, you know, the touchdown, I, I think at that point, you know, you had grown so much in fear of, you know, Lamar's legs and the running game and understandably so. And, you know, almost kind of like, you know, just a, Momentary slaps of you know forgetting assignment situation down distance. Uh, is it somewhat understandable? Yeah, is it still not the best effort going? Um, there's really one thing that you know Hollywood Brown does well, um, and that's get vertical. Uh, you know, there were times where you know you kind of just let you know Mark Andrews do his thing, and again. You know know when the opportunity is there, that is going to be the go-to guy. Uh, So some lapses there, but again, you know you're you're playing talent. That you know, ideally, when you are truly trying to compete for the AFC and the AFC North, you know some talent that's just probably not going to be a part of this. Um, Rome wasn't built a day in a day. It certainly wasn't turned around in a day, Um, but to where this product is now. Uh, there's no qualms. I don't think anybody's got any issues. And you come out here today, you know, in this where, you know, Baltimore is literally up against it and fighting like a caged animal. And you go toe-to-toe with them for a full 60 minutes, you know, home, road, none of that matters right now. Uh, But this team gave everything they had to give today. And that's what you're looking for. Um, You know, similar, uh, you know, I'm sorry, very different and not similar to week one, or it's the first time against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Where you know the rubber met the road early and you know, checked out, it just didn't get done. This team went the distance, and uh, as far as you know, making the playoffs and that possibilities there, those things haven't changed. Um, you know, minor step back, minor hiccup here, but this team is starting to show more and more that they are for real, and it is absolute staying power. Your host, Jeff Lloyd. Pete Smith from Sports Illustrated. As we continue through here on your post game, locked on Browns. Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do. Break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall. Break through it with Go every day. Easy to take in one and a half ounce packages. Put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, or put it in your pocket to get through your day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, chocolate, mint. How does Built Go work so well? Built Go uh, combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system quickly, plus it is easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work. Beta-alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. Biltco then kicks it to keep me going through my day, B6, B12, 10,000% of your daily percentage. Collagen protein promotes, I'm sorry, collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Visit Biltco.com. Use the promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, all caps, no space, to get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code Locked for 20% off at builtgo.com. Let's go. Again, Pete, not the ideal outcome. Um, but what you're looking for, what you're striving for is growth, growth, improvement. Um, we talked this week about how you know the you know, the running game, the running backs, you wanted to find a way to get them to get back to the play. They've had uh, four touchdowns between the two of them uh, involved in the passing game, involved, you know, in the receiving game uh, Sunday night football with the New York giants, the following week, the New York jets before your week 17 matchup, the, the signs of positive, the signs of improvement, the, the signs of growth, that, that that's not changing after this one, Pete. Which is what we suffered with, you know, even the Raider loss, the Steeler loss, the first Raven loss. This is not the case here today. Uh, you know, there's plenty of positive points you had to uh, understanding where the deficiencies are with this roster, and with three weeks to go and looking for a game beyond January fourth, nothing's changed there. I, I, the, all all of that still exists for this team. You want to continue to see improved play, just things to be more crisper. Donovan Peoples-Jones, obviously, you know, becoming a little bit more of a factor here in the opportunity he's been given. Rashard Higgins consistently just finds a way to, you know, be his usual reliable self. Uh, Look, not a W, but it, it doesn't mean you're certainly not. You know, it doesn't mean you're throwing the film away. It doesn't mean you come away. You don't come away impressed by a lot of what some people gave you today. Taki Taki, one of them. Sheldon Richardson, Olivier Vernon, uh, a lot of guys still, you know, fighting their, you know, asses off for this brown and orange.
1: Well, I mean, look, offensively, you've got lots to build on. I mean, they continue to expand what they what they did. Um, I mean, even in this game, you saw them branch out more with Kareem Hunt in a way that, you know, I've been sort of waiting for uh, just finding him isolated in one-on-one matchups against linebackers and torching them. Um, You know, we finally saw that, you know, another out-and-up type route. Uh, I think that's something they can do more regularly. Um, Nick Chubb, more involved in the passing game. Donovan Peoples-Jones, more involved. David Njoku, what's up? I mean – the, the, you know, there's so much that they don't do on a weekly basis that they should. I mean, David Njoku catches three balls uh, on four targets. The one he doesn't catch is just out of his grasp. The rest are just – he he he's a man amongst boys on those routes, uh, clears a ton of space, and gains yardage. I mean, the, that's a guy who should be getting more involved in this offense. Obviously, so should Austin Hooper when he comes back. You know, Harrison Bryant chipped in a little bit. They've got so many. In some respects, they've got so many toys to play with. They don't always know what to do with them. Yep. Um, you know, richard Higgins is clearly their their guy as a receiver. They may not declare him that, but I know this: whenever Baker Mayfield needs something, that's where he's looking. Um, you know, and and they've got Jarvis Landry who who is. He came up with some really big plays on this game but it just the the overall production you know it's just it's just underwhelming. I mean you you know people will you know defend him to the hilt but he had 52 yards on 9 targets and his long was 12. I mean that that that's okay but it's we're not that's not what you're expecting. He didn't He, like I said, he made a couple of really nice plays. The slant on fourth down was big. He made a couple of arrow routes and some of those things, but, you know, the Jaguars game was one game. I don't think that's coming back. Uh, Maybe against the Jets, he can do something like that again, but that was my fear. And early in the game, he looked awful. I mean, he was getting manhandled by some of these corners. But in any case, the, the Browns have so many things at their disposal that, in some respects, they haven't figured out how to use them all. And in some respects, they probably won't this whole season. No. Uh, off season and some of those things, those will continue to grow and mature. I'm hoping that some of these things, we you know, the, the seeds were sort of planted that they can work on the next three weeks and potentially carry into the playoffs. Starting with what they can do with Hunt and Djoku, I mean, the the Ravens have a really deep group of corners, and that gave the Browns a lot of problems early on in the game. Uh, they have to be able to do some of these things to take advantage of their in this case what were mediocre linebackers uh, and at least one safety who's not very good and that's going to be a situation that comes up you know potentially in the postseason or you know just just in general they have the personnel to sort of be able to uh, find the weakness of the opponent and they've got to be able to do that a little faster than they did. I mean, granted, did. I'm complaining about how they didn't adjust fast enough. They scored 42. Uh, <laughs> they could, you know they 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 could have adjusted some of these things quicker, so they didn't struggle as much early on with getting separation from receivers. Uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, I thought did a nice job with his legs, especially late in the game when they were gassed. I mean, it's it, it's like uh, Baker Mayfield's the bear. Or you know, like you know, the whole thing with the bear. He doesn't. He, he doesn't have to be faster than the bear. He just got to be faster than you. And gas the def- defensive lineman certainly qualify. And he was able to pick up with with his legs and ultimately got in the end zone uh, with the touchdown. So I mean, there's just more there, uh, and he's got more. I, I, I you know, I don't think we've gotten anywhere close to how good he can become. And he, and he's still proving doubters wrong. I mean, he threw the ball 75 yards. And he flicked it. Uh, and, and he still faces questions about arm strength. So, I mean, there's just so much that can still be done. He can get better, you know, three weeks of hopefully just continuing to build on that and just the defense getting healthy enough that they hopefully don't get killed. But, you know, this is why I, why I, I sort of laughed at the notion the Browns can hang with the chiefs. I mean, God knows what only, what would happen the way this defense is playing against a machine like that. But, offense clearly continues to build, clearly continues to get better. You're seeing growth in every game, you know, so as much as the defense is incredibly frustrating, I think you can hang your head on the growth. And obviously the Browns are still nine and four and still in the driver's seat to make the postseason.
0: Look, at the end of the day, it's, was it pretty? No. Um, Did you prove a lot of people and probably a lot of naysayers and a lot of doubters wrong? I think that was certainly accomplished. Um, the ultimate goal was a victory. Did not achieve that. Um, it's not going to change, you know, where you're at or the possibility of, you know, realistically talking about playing uh, playoff football. And, you know, the chips will come however they do then. Uh, but you, you got to see Baker, again, just continue to put together great work now. And we're talking this is almost now, what, seven straight games with that Um Finding a way for to get the running backs more involved here uh, after a couple of weeks where it wasn't their best showing, which is, you know, that's fine because they've certainly carried the load uh, this year. Uh, Again, defensively, it's just, you know, it's a case of the haves and the have-nots as far as positional groups. You have a defensive line you really like. The linebacker group, the defensive back group, yeah, those are your Um, have-nots. There's certainly guys coming back to the fold. Whether it's this year or next year, there's certainly folks that are going to be brought in here. Um, But you had yourself a Monday night football game, uh, 47, 42 final went toe to toe for 60 minutes. Uh, It's, you you can be, you know, physically upset as a fan that there wasn't a victory to be had. Um, But, you know, we're still here on this, you know, growth of this franchise, Uh, growth of what it's going to be with, you know, the right. Structure, whether it is you know through deep Podesta, whether it is through Barry, whether it is through this coaching staff, Uh, and you're not always going to win, but you certainly want the product to to be there and be there to the end, even in the toughest of times. And that was the case. The case it was today. Um, And we'll put a bow on this here as it's a late night for everybody. Uh, I apologize, everybody, for a Tuesday morning you're about to get where it probably feels like a normal Monday morning. Uh, no victory involved. Um, but we were in a great one. It was, it was a great football game. Uh, you know, Baltimore, I don't think this has done anything to change maybe the thoughts of maybe where they are this year. Um, for your Browns, uh, you're just continuing to fall in love with this product, what they currently are, and what they will be down the road. He is Pete Smith, Browns Digest, si.com. Uh, make sure following at underscore Pete Smith underscore show itself at locked on Browns. Follow back account, DMs are open. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Again, DMs are open. Uh, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Spotify, go ahead and make sure you are subscribed. Drop those five star ratings, drop those written reviews. Uh, for you Browns fans, not the greatest of nights. But certainly not a night where, you know, you feel ashamed or question where your belief is in this product going further. Uh, they're here. They're real. And this is going to be the case here for the next couple of seasons. Your Cleveland Browns are legitimate. This is been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the L Let's go, Browns.